Did You Have To is a proud member of the But Why Though podcast community. Hey everyone, welcome back to Did You Have To, a podcast where we're just two bad bitches that talk about anime. As always, I'm Kate. And I'm Nisha. And we're talking about Carol and Tuesday today. Yes, so excited. I feel like you've been waiting for this one for a while. Yes, <laughs> I've been waiting very long. Not as long as The Promised Neverland. Yeah. But you know, I, I, I'm happy about this one right now. So, <laughs> I had to throw that one in there. I know, but, it's fine. Becca will remind me. Yes. <laughs> um, no, but like this one, it came out, the first season came out fairly recently. And then when I found out we were getting the second season, I was just like, oh shoot, I'm so excited. And then you had told me you had started watching it and I've just been waiting since. So we yes. could all like, get you, you could catch up on the first season and the second season. Because I think... Man, we've ha- we've had quite a few episodes, but I'm pretty sure I said Carol and Tuesday was one of the episodes, like one of my recommendations. Yes, um, you did, you did. Yeah. So, and it's it's just like it's such a good show. So I can give y'all uh, a little feedback. I mean, we're kind of skip we're skipping the uh, crunch time because we're talking about an anime today. Yeah. So that we both yeah. think you should go watch. So yes, there. Huh. See how that worked out. So yeah, Carol on Tuesday is a 24-episode anime television series directed by Shinichiro Watanabe. It is produced by Studio Bones in commemoration for the studio's 20th anniversary and 10th anniversary of record label Flying Dog. And it is set in the future on a partially terraformed Mars. Teenager Tuesday Simmons runs away from her affluent lifestyle as the daughter of a politician and makes her way to Alba City to pursue her dream to become a musician with just a suitcase and her Gibson acoustic guitar. On her first day in the city, she crosses paths with Carol Stanley, another aspiring musician who plays the piano, and the two decide to team up as a singer-songwriter duo under the name Carol and Tuesday. Yeah, that's it. The show is so simple and I love it so much. Yes. <laughs> Which... Also, oh, sorry, go no, ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, if y'all are familiar with the name Shichiro Watanabe, or if you're just familiar with the name Watanabe, that is because he is the creator of Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Champloo and Space Dandy. So mm-hmm. Literally, all of the animes that, or all the anime that you define by their sound, that's mm-hmm. him. Yes. So like, it's very fitting that this man created an anime that is very much musical driven. Yeah, because it's one of those things that, like, I don't think gets enough credit. I mean, and, and Shinichiro Watanabe is, like, a really big guy in anime, so I think most people know mm-hmm. who he is. But I think when it comes to and understanding the sheer impact that he makes just with music, yes. like, I, it, it, it can't be understated at all. Mm-hmm. Like, there is so much, like, when you hear the intro to Cowboy Bebop, like, and all the mu- and how they use jazz and other sounds mm-hmm. and other music throughout that entire series, it is just so good. Like the music fits the tone of the world. And then like same thing with with Samurai Champloo, which who would have known hip hop and samurai? Yeah, well, that was one of the things that I that like like I remember specifically about Samurai Champloo was for for my friend collective which i've talked about like on the podcast before like we were mostly like black and brown and so like for us like we listened up we listened to a lot of hip-hop growing up and Mm -hmm. a lot of emo music it was all though it was it was literally the weebiest things ever but that (laughs) for us 
that was that was something that told us that we went with anime like it was it was a really Mm -hmm. weird not weird thing but it was a really awesome thing to see because like my friend group like we fell in love with it and we fell in love with it for like a lot of different reasons but a lot of it was because it was saying that oh yeah our styles our aesthetics our our likes and passions can all blend from all sorts and hip-hop and anime Mm -hmm. is a thing that works very well it really does and we see that even today yep just uh i love it it's so good and space dandy Mm -hmm. is just a like 70s disco tech freaking just like you probably need some acid to understand any of it, but it's great. <laughs> I'm ashamed to say I've only seen one episode of Space Dandy, so I need to get into it. I've only seen four, so right. I'm with you. It looks fun. Everyone it looks amazing. Fun. I've listened to a lot of the songs from it, though. Mm, okay. So. I need to get on it. Next one for me, maybe. <laughs> um. Yeah, let's talk about Carol on Tuesday, though. So, yeah, I just want to, like, make sure for anyone who, you know, like, I know sometimes we do get some listeners who were, are new to anime. So, if y'all have, are not familiar with Cowboy Bebop or Samurai Champloo, go watch it. Go watch it. And then y'all will understand exactly what we're talking about and why this man is so good at, like, with music and anime. Yep. Both Uh, of which are on Netflix, aren't they? Yes, they are. Yep. Yeah. Actually, no. Cowboy Bebop is on Hulu. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Well, Samurai Champloo is on Netflix. Yep. So, y'all go trade passwords with your friends and watch it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so let's get into Carol on Tuesday. So, we watched, we've watched the first and second season. And that's about it. I don't believe there's any more coming out. Yeah. It, it ends fairly, fairly well. Yeah, I would say it has a it has a complete ending. Yeah. And I do kind of feel like it does leave it open for there to be more at the end of it. Like, if they wanted to do a movie or if they wanted to do an OVA. But yeah. I can be content with this, how they ended things. But let's just start off by talking about the characters. So, how do you, how do you, who do you like and who do you not like? I feel like that's the easiest way to go about it with this show. I don't like Erdogan. Yep. Uh, let's see. I don't like Angela, but then she gets real tragic, and I'm like, crap, I gotta like Angela. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm forced into liking Angela. Um, I mean, there aren't really a lot of people that I don't don't like. It's really right. mainly Ertgon and then like the uh, the the guy, the her uh, Angela's producer. Oh, the yeah. one that is all about like making the perfect sound. Oh yeah. Oh, I guess that's sorry. I guess that's something we should make sure we preface here. So again, y'all, this is set in the future, like the not so distant future, but you can at least tell like it's a maybe pretty distant in the future like me and kate will be very old in this setting. yes um and so like they're on a terraform a partially terraformed mars but at this point music is basically all created through ai yeah it's all so, uh, algorithms right all algorithms like from pitch to lyrics to tone everything's decided by what algorithms would say like would perform best or would get the best reaction from people which is weird like, yeah, I don't like it. But I don't but, like it. At so all. the weird thing I will say, I don't like it. But that is exactly how K-pop gets made. 
Mm, true. So, like, all of the K-pop stuff, or all of the K-pop songs, like, they have specific formulas that they lay out that they have to match. Mm-hmm. And because of that, it creates a very unified sound. It's the same way for building um, idol bands and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I would really be interested, because I don't know if J-pop is the same way. I would I would think that it may be, especially with idol culture. But I would right. be really interesting to see the, this from the perspective of somebody in East Asia that, like that's Korean or Japanese. And, like, because I feel very deeply... That it's a commentary on that type of, like, idol worship and stuff that happens. Oh, yeah. 100%. It's, like, literally that whole concept of, like, here's the face. Yeah. You don't really need to have a natural talent. And it's, like, you kind of, you definitely see that from Angela's perspective. Yes. Like, the story. Like, she's the she, idol. She's the idol. She's, like, I have been a child actor my whole life, and I've done this my whole life, and now I'm ready to be a singer. And, like, she she's done all this just so she become a singer. And it's, like, that's just so weird. Like, the whole, like, she doesn't want to write. It, it's, I don't know if it's that she doesn't wanna even want to write her own music or she's just, like, used to how the business works. Of, like, yeah. she knows she needs a producer and a producer will write an amazing song that will make her have an awesome debut. And it's, like, all just, like, it's there's not much cre- creativity. There's no creativity in it. It's all through science. And it's just, like, how do I don't know how I feel about music and lyrics and all that coming out of just like data like from what they know that people will respond well to instead of like writing lyrics from like your your heart and I'm not saying all artists have to even write this lyrics it's just like she's just like waiting for a for the producer to give her something to work off of and or just like actually she just becomes a doll that's right. She just becomes like a doll and her and her body is just used like to manipulate the sounds and the pitch that her producer wants her to, to make. Yeah. And that's just that just got creepy for me. But well, because it I gets because this... it, it goes all to the point of like literally replacing her with an AI hologram. True. Right. And it's like all from like this whole thing is like I just made her to help you sing better. I'm just like, or you made her to replace her. Yeah. Like, where's the line? Because, like, you studied her pitch, her voice, her structure, her body, You created a new her. Right. And it's like, we see... They made a holographic Tupac. Yeah. They... And that's what... Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Yeah, no. No, it's like, that's what made me think, like, did y'all get this from Tupac? Like, when people made a holographic Tupac? What is this? Yeah. Well, they, uh... Let me look up her... There we go. They did the same thing with Jenny Rivera. So Jenny mm. Rivera was a very, very, very famous, like, uh, Chicana singer. And mm-hmm. they also brought her back with a hologram. Really? Yes. That's so weird. Yeah. I just, I remember, what was it? Was it Whitney or Prince? It was probably Whitney or Prince that somebody said, like, oh, yeah, hologram. I'm like, this is exactly why people... Have to be careful. Oh to not allow no! This it was yeah. It was it was with Prince. It was for the Super Bowl halftime show that was in Minnesota, and Justin right. Timberlake because Prince was very against it, and then Justin Timberlake mm-hmm. ended up putting like an image of him on the screen while he did a debut, and they were like, "It's not a hologram." It's like, yeah, but you're still using his image after his death, which he said he yes. did not want you to do. 
Exactly. Which that all ties into like this whole thing where I think it's really creepy because like after somebody dies, so in this setting in this anime, if Angela were to die, the hologram could have still been going on as yep. her and performing. So then you don't even grieve the loss of the human anymore. Yeah. You're just like and you're still like participating and taking cuz the whole thing is that the thing is her it has her personality it has her voice her pitch everything and it can be- behave as her and as, as she's programmed so then i think about like the real world applications there it's like jet lee purposely like i think it was like publicly he th- there was a studio that wanted to record all of his his movements all of his moves yeah and then he decided no if i'm going to record them i'll do it and i'll have a contract and my family will have rights to it because he don't want to end up as a hologram. Yeah. And you may, and them making money off of him. Yeah. And like, ooh, that's just like, it rubs me the wrong way. I just It's don't creepy. Agree with it. It's unnatural. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, ugh. It's not right. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's just weird. So, yeah, which I say all this to say because Carol and Tuesday are different in the, in the respect that, one, they don't have money for all that. They're not rich. They are two broke girls. Um, Specifically, Carol is not witch because she left all of her richness behind. That is correct. Thank you. We need to make sure. Because that girl is privileged and... Oh, wait. Tuesday. Tuesday. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, not Carol. Tuesday. That girl Mm -hmm. is privileged as hell and then she comes into Carol's life and Carol teaches her the ways of how not to be that way. (laughs) Thank you. And I'm so glad Carol did not, like, go easy on her. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to get a job. You're going to have to learn how to clean. You're going to need to learn how to... You have to... Come on get it together so yeah um so they can't afford like a producer or a songwriter they or a song or like however and all like all that stuff so they're unique in the sense that they actually know how to write their own songs and yeah. they and they know how to play instruments still like it's almost like an ancient something that's ancient to find someone yeah. who actually plays instruments instead of just like using a machine to make the sounds that they want them to make. Um, just because that's not how a lot of musicians do things anymore. Um, but yeah, so that's like amazing. Yeah. That, 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 and that's what, I think that's what like really sets them apart from like, it's, it shows you how like different they are from the other singers that you're introduced to. Yeah. Which is something that like once because. As they get together, they end up going on like a talent show and in, in the fir- in mm-hmm. part one. And that's something that sets them apart. But then you realize really quickly that because they're using this really acoustic, uh, not acoustic, but just like they're using this natural music, it sets them apart, mm-hmm. but it also makes them sound like it, the production isn't as big. And so when right. you're watching them perform as a viewer, you're worried that they're not going to be loved or make it as far because of that. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to be cut or they're just going to like, because immediately when like, I think they're doubted. So like when they're in the first season, they are trying to make it big and they decide like, okay, we're going to form a songwriting duo and like, we're going to, we're going to make our own band. Cool. Um, through like their own circumstances and stuff like they record themselves and they put it on instagram then that's how their manager finds them but then they were trying to at some point they meet erdogan yeah and they have an opportunity to like show him like they're what they're working on they make a song and he mocks them for using instruments 
Yeah. Like, he he basically, like, that. to your point, like, it's the whole thing about, like, not having, like, a huge production. Like, he makes fun of them for, like, using instruments. And, like, they kind of just, like, well, this is what we do. Yeah. And it's just like, wow. So it kind of sets the tone, like, this is how most of, like, these famous singers or, like, people of this status are going to treat them. So, yeah, when they go onto the show, it's, like, this whole thing about it's great that they're able to make it as far as they do because everyone else has like their own songs or they have like their own huge production going on while they're playing, just playing instruments and singing. Yeah. And it's something that like I, so as, cause like when you go back to like the characters that we liked and didn't like, like mm-hmm. that is, I think what makes me dislike character characters on here are the ones that are so blinded by what, they think something should sound like that they refuse to give in at all or even see yeah. the other side. And it's it's one of those things where I find it really intriguing because then, like, you have Urtigan on one hand and then you have um, um, what I really liked and what I think the they did a great job at was you had people who existed in like the synthetic area specifically with like how they uh how they saw music and you listen to desmond and desmond was very much in that kind of like glam maybe more so technical type thing but was still really soulful and he was the other he was the other side of the coin to Erdogan because Erdogan was like, no, I don't believe any of this. And he, on the mm-hmm. other hand, was so moved by the girls that he he invited them in and helped them. That's they, true. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It's it's okay. I think it's the, it's definitely because you're like Desmond. I think the name definitely yeah. makes me. But um, like, I think I like that. I just I liked everything about that character, like the moments they had with that with him. Damn it! Okay, we're just gonna cut this out. Yeah. Uh, okay, I like the moments that they had with them because I think it was just really powerful for them for them to meet someone that understood their like attachment to their instruments too. Yeah. No, that's 100% because, like, there was just an understanding of, like, love and creation and music and it was, it was Mm -hmm. a deeper connection than they really had with anybody really um, on, in the rest of the series. True, because I, I think, like, they, they do actually meet some other musicians who are, like, genuine and love the craft and love, like, the creativity still behind it and they're not so much about the algorithms and the AI um, but I, I think they're, the moment they got to have with De- with Desmond is something that they kind of like really valued yeah. not to mention because like they literally died in front of them or yeah. went into a deep slumber in front that was of them. weird I didn't know what the hell any of that was but I was I with it I still was <laughs> trying I like I record I, re- I rewinded that tw- those scenes twice I was just still trying to like so what disease do you like what is going on what it what it like please explain to me how you slumber and then that you you go into death but then you come back i just didn't understand it i just didn't get it but um you know it's watchnabe so yeah i feel like there's always like a character like that that just like it's very mysterious and something weird is going on pretty much like yeah, I was just like, are you a vampire? 
<clears throat> but anyway, oh wait, I guess that. Oh, I feel bad saying that because I think they couldn't actually be in sunlight. Yeah, that's Ooh. what it. Yeah, that's what it was. I think. Well, so I think it was. So my, from my understanding of of Desmond, was <clears throat> that they were exposed to some sort of radiation that like changed right. them and gave them a sickness. Mm-hmm. I think. But, but was it also through, like, this sickness that that's what started to change their gender, too? Yes, yeah. Okay, right. Yeah. And I, it sounds like, from, like, the character, it sounds like they were already non-binary. Binary, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they were already non-binary, but, like, this sickness that also, like, changed their bodies, but then it's also their whole health deteriorated, too. Yeah. Which is just kind of sad, but, like, that explains why they kind of just, ex- you know locked themselves away or locked people out. Yeah. But I think I just, I really liked that character in the moment they got to have with them. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so we've talked about those two. Oh, let's talk about the main two. So Carol yes. and Tuesday. How, so, <laughs> obviously I love Tuesday. I'm not Tuesday, sorry, Carol. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to mix up their names. <laughs> um, I just love... Again, it's just something to see a brown girl, a brown slash black girl in anime, and it just always makes me giddy and happy. Yeah. Because I just, like, I can, I can see my, I can see someone that looks like me. I can, like, her with her locks, too. It's important to me that she had locks. Yeah. Which is really important to me, because they got anime wigs of her hair out there, and they look wrong. <laughs> um, they look like horrendous things. Like they real bad. Look like something out of a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Um, but I just like, it's just so important to me that, how do I put this? Like, the character is black. Like, she's, like, or like, it's a certain things that, how she talks about stuff. Yeah. That, and how, like, she talks about stuff to to Tuesday that you, like, she kind of checks Tuesday a few times about yeah. her about her stuff about herself and then it's like other things where like she talks about her past and growing up and other things and I just feel like it's not one of those things where like when we watch Cannon Busters and this is no shade to Cannon Busters but it's not like it's not like Carol is saying oh hey I'm black but it's yeah. just like the way the character acts that I can I feel like I can claim her as black yeah like, she, she's being like she is you're an experience that you see like you're seeing yes. her as more than just a skin color. You're seeing her as somebody who's mm-hmm. been through the things you have been through or can understand you. Yes. That makes total why. sense. Thank you. <laughs> and this is why you're a great co-host because you can put words to things I feel. No, I mean, but like, it, it's the <laughs> stuff I feel watching the MCU. They don't have a single, like, they don't have a single Latina actually playing a Latina. So right. like, I have them. They're not actually that. So it's a little bit different. <laughs> right. No, that's a really good point because like, it's not the same thing. It's really not. And it's just like, I feel like it shows in how these characters interact and yeah. with one another, but then also in different situations. And it's just, it gets frustrating, but it's just like, one, like she's one of my favorites. Like her whole thing about like when they're talking to each other, like she's like, oh, I wear Tim's. It's just like, I thought that was cute. I'm like, Tim's still like, Tim, Timberland shoes still exist. You know and they do. Like, I know, I know. But it's just like, I'm like, oh, girl, how can you afford Timberlands? You broke. But, <laughs> no, no shade. But I just love her so much. She's a hard worker. She's like young and she just, she gets it. 
Like, yeah. She knows the world won't hand her anything, but she just has also, like, this very positive attitude. Yeah. That... She has, like, she hasn't been broken by the world. Like... Yes. Even though she should have been. Exactly. Now, but yeah. <laughs> she's not. Yeah. Like, I, she grew up in an orphanage, in a refugee orphanage, and on Earth, and then they don't really explain how she got there. It's, like, pretty briefly, like, glanced over how she got to Mars, but she got to Mars, so she's an immigrant, technically, and, like, that's a whole nother plot in the series when they touch on immigration and the people who came from Earth to Mars and all this stuff, and it's, like, you see how she's, life has not ever been easy for her. Yeah. So, it's, like, wow, this girl got spirit. Um, the other, and then her counterpart, oh, sorry, you got any thoughts on, on Carol? No, I mean, I loved her. I, I loved her, and I mean, I think the bulk of my thoughts that I see is gonna come when we talk a little bit about Ezekiel and kind of, like, that, Mm -hmm. that, that, that underpinning there because I have, I have a lot of yeah. thoughts but um no I loved Carol I loved Carol for a lot of the reasons that, that you said you loved her um mainly because it it's it for me like I've been through enough crap in this world mm-hmm. that it is very hard for me to stay positive with a lot of things I try like I try desperately and so like seeing a character who has been through it and is still maintaining that that hope it was it was amazing to see it was one of those things where like it is possible i know she's fictional but like it 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 is possible and it is possible to succeed without completely turning inside yourself um Mm. and i just thought her friendship with tuesday was beautiful like i i like carolyn tuesday yeah as a series covers so many really like intense topics but i think one of the most beautiful ones is the like carolyn tuesday's capacity for friendship and love mm-hmm. and i think that that is that is what defines carol is her ability to open and to love and to do that in spite of what's around her and i think that that is just really great cuz like it would have been really easy because she has a tragic backstory, kind of, but it would have been really right. easy to define her by her trauma. And they didn't yes. do that. I agree. And I'm glad they didn't do that. Mm hmm. Because I just feel like that would have. I just I just feel like I hate that trope when it comes to characters, when something traumatic has happened to them. Yeah. I mean, like, and it's obvious that that is a hard part of her life but that isn't her whole life yes and i think that's like that, that's more important it's like she knows that's a part of her life but she doesn't she doesn't take that with her everywhere or like she carries it with her but it's not like something that's like this huge thing that's a part of her that over that um eclipses everything else about her yeah so yeah i agree um and then like like you said, like when it comes to her relationship with Tuesday, I like that they are just like their relationship is just so cute. It is. It's, like, it's so pure and cute and supportive, and it's like Carol didn't have to stop and help Tuesday. She didn't have to like she didn't have to let her enter her home or anything. But it's like you see the goodness in Carol, and you see the pureness in like. Tuesday, just like being making friends with anybody, I feel like her. Just Tuesday like, is just a little baby bird who she is a baby needed bird. somebody to come watch her because oh lord, 
if she and she could have ended up in a terrible situation i just like how do you lose your look almost all your clothes all your belongings in less than one hour of getting into the city uh-huh. i'm just like girl girl i'm just like i was yeah. carol tuesday ain't that kind of show where something terrible could happen like you know in the first episode but yeah well because it, it was one of those things too that i really appreciated is that um carol or no not carol tuesday is very spacey Mm-hmm. And she's that way because she's never had to think. Like she is a she's yeah. the daughter of a very famous politician who mm. has a lot of money, and she was in a mansion beforehand, and then left that mansion. And it's one of those where they could have very easily made her one note and yeah. made her only be as important as. As important as being vapid, as important as being kind of the person that Tuesday or that that Carol has to continually take care of. And I think what I love about Tuesday as a character is that there's growth behind her and she she still maintains that kind of like Pollyanna be friends with everybody vibe. But she also learns and she learns by failing, but she's never like. Carol never reprimands her for failing. Like, Carol is there to bring her through that failure. And I think that that is something Mm -hmm. that is just really beautiful about their friendship and really beautiful about them as characters because they do both grow and they do both have these kind of dynamic lives that are informed by not only what they go through in the show, but, like, what they Mm -hmm. see other people go through. Like, it isn't just what they're actively dealing with, but what they see other people start to deal with, which is, like, the uh, the part two of of the series is just about them kind of reacting to you know Ezekiel who I think I've mentioned a lot now being mm-hmm. imprisoned for essentially like for being undocumented but more yeah. so speaking out against the government and they yes. they weren't involved and they didn't have to be involved but they I mean they did what they could mm-hmm and I think that's like a huge like it's it takes up maybe the latter half of the second season. Yeah, the latter half of it. Um, as that being like a huge plot point. And I'm like I was I'm like, wow, look at Carol Tuesday handling immigration issues on this show. Yeah. And I was just I was impressed with it because like to the point when you think of like our society right now and how like we have celebrities who like and musicians and everything who will like speak against like immigration who take a stand against it who loudly talk to politicians and use their status and platform to do this but then you think about it as like wow the government literally started and like on the show started deporting and detaining people for mm-hmm. speaking out about it or like there was the one it was the one band the dude in the yellow jumpsuit what was that yeah name? i don't remember they were like their the, name they were like the fujis yeah um but their band and like because he in retaliation to them arresting Ezekiel he put out a song and he spoke out against the um deportation and the detainment and everything and what they were doing because fun fact um Tuesday's mom is a let's just 
they didn't say Republican, but she's a Republican. She's a Republican. Um, she's alt right. Like, well, right. It's, but it's funny because like Bear. she technically isn't just the peop the people that she's listening to are whatever. She Her mom's care. an awful politician, be, right? She just wanted power because she she all she wants to do again. The world is run by algorithms. So she was trusting whatever her campaign manager was saying uh-huh. was based off of algorithms and bullshit, but she's terrible. So she wasn't even making her own informed decisions, and she decides to back, um, to to make one of her campaign promises to be about getting rid of the illegal immigrants. Yep. Well, Ezekiel spoke out against that, and they didn't like it, and like you said, they threw him in jail. And then, like, then it starts, like, this whole thing of, like, other musicians are speaking out against it, and, like basically mars is telling them shut up just make music yeah. which in the, it, it's like then you're just impeding on their on their right to be creative and to make music mm-hmm. and like their freedom of speech like it's it's basically just taking it all away from them and that's yeah. just like uh it's crazy but like that's what makes like this the season finale in season two so i think beautiful is how everyone comes together yeah. In order to combat against that, like, not being afraid to do it. I mean, they're, obviously they're afraid to do it. But yeah. I think that was, like, a really beautiful moment. Yeah. And how everyone uses, even Erdogan showed up. Um, I know. I, was I didn't think he was there. gonna. I didn't think he was gonna. I didn't need, we, yeah. I kind of was gonna be like, well, I kind of hope you didn't show up, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not a complete asshole. Yeah. The one thing I do wish, and again, like, it's it's that anime problem. We don't know what the background of the of these characters are. Like, anime right. just gives people brown skin and that's it. But yep. I do think that I ultimately, like, I wish because of this, uh, uh, what do you call it because of this 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 subplot because of the immigration yeah. subplot i wish that there had been like like spanish being spoken and like stuff like that mm-hmm. just because i think that would have like hit home a lot more because like it, it but it also is different too because i don't know the state of immigration in japan right and so that's that's where this is coming from versus like mm-hmm. in the u.s although i do feel like this is a very u.s centric series right. true um, i mean Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, I, I just think for, for us and somebody who is, like, right, you know, for me coming out of a community that is actively dealing with that type of stuff, it would have been mm-hmm. nice on the diversity and, like, representation and inclusion front to actually show us at least a little bit. Right. Um, But, yeah. <laughs> right. No, and I agree. I get that point, too, because I think... I think, I guess I wonder, well, let me get my first thought out. Part of it is, like, I think Watanabe has always been, like, very big on diversity in Yes, he has. He really, really like, has. And I think that's something, like, I've always loved about it. But then you're right. Like, how would they have done that? And, like, it, this with this series being originally created in Japan, I, I totally agree with you there. Like, I think definitely the representation for Latinx should have been there, especially with that subject matter. But then, like you said, like, what is it like in Japan? Like, and then are they going to do the work to include those characters in there yeah. appropriately and yeah. not just, like, just include them only for that part? Yeah. Like, and again, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know. Maybe some of the people that were brown in there were Latino. <laughs> I don't know. Like, we come in so many shades and colors. Like, it... 
Like, we're all different shades of brown. Like, so, like, we could be any of them. Like, we Mm -hmm. could be in there. But I think because there is a lot of... I guess I kind of think about how, like, Cowboy Bebop used language, like, different kinds of languages in it. Like, I feel like that would have been really cool to see. Um, Just Mm -hmm. as, like, a this is a 100% for sure. But, um... But, yeah, no, I, I think overall, like, it's a super small, minimal, like... It's a nitpick problem. I think overall it was executed well. Like that entire mm-hmm. subplot was executed well. Yeah, and I, I think it, I think you make a good point about it though, because like I think we've had this discussion plenty of times. Like, what is your Ichi? I claim her as black. You claim her as Latina. And honestly, I feel like it's about what we each like. We we can claim that character for ourselves. Yeah, like like how because anime doesn't like, tell us what they are. Right. Anime like, just says, here's don't. a brown woman. Pick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> For real. We never get them. Like, that's my that's my whole point. It's like, Carol never says she's black. But it's just like, I just, there I see her as There are things that you black. see. Yeah. Yes. And, and that's the and thing. I, I do think that there are genuinely characters that, like, you can. And I think it's also harder, too, with Latinos and, like, Latinas. Because, like, you can be black and Latina. You can mm-hmm. be Asian and Latina. Like, it, it's a weird thing. Um, right. and I just have like a super skewed concept of it because like I'm, I'm Mexican. Like I am like my family has always been in Texas and Texas is majority Mexican mm. when it's that, that, um, on like the, the sphere and like, we don't all look alike, but like I go into a mall in San Antonio and I look a lot like a lot of them. <laughs> right. And so it's kind of those, like, I can't tell you what. Like, because there is no one way to be or phenotypically look like being Latino or Latina. Like, I know a lot of, like, Mm -hmm. really pale Latinos. But it is something that, like, I can... I don't know. I just want more. Just language. Give me, like, a language thing, maybe. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, we have a battle angel Alita. Yeah! Like, you literally hear the language. Like, Mm -hmm. I like that touch. I think that was very good. Yeah, and there's small little things. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, but who are we talking about? We kind of went down. We talked about Ezekiel. Oh, Ezekiel is amazing, though. I love he him. He is. He is amazing, and I love the fact that you can definitely tell Watanabe designed him after the mumble rappers. <laughs> um, it's just like that look. It's like the piercings and the purple hair with like the hairstyle, like the dyed, the dyed locks. All he needed like, was a face tattoo. All he needed was a face tattoo, and I'm so glad he didn't do that to that boy. I'm just like, oh, please don't give him a face tattoo. But I like the, I like, I definitely like how they um, bring in certain character designs. So we can get into this, but I do have one comment to make on Tuesday. Like, yeah. our sweet little baby bird. Did you notice at the beginning of the series how, like, she would jump every time a brown person stepped on the scene? Yes! I noticed that! Um, I, I noticed that. <laughs> I have feelings. <laughs> yeah. Just, I need a girl to chill. I really need her to chill with that. Because it was every, it was only every time with a brown person. Well, her mom is a racist. So, like. True. <laughs> and that's what I chopped it up to. You're like, it's okay. Your mom is racist. You don't know any better. You don't know any better. And, like, eventually I think she stopped. She I does. Think, yeah. I, I used. To, I honestly thought at first. I think first time I watched it, I was kind of like, "Oh, she's just easily scared, and she's shy because she was locked away for forever, like you know, lived alone in a giant mansion." And then I realized this girl is scared of brown people, 
<laughs> just yep. popping up. Like, and like you're in their neighborhood and you're just popping up. <laughs> yep. So, uh, I was like, I had to get that off my chest, but no, it I'm, is very valid. I saw it. I, so like, it is one of those things where like, I do think it was put in there to show that like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. she comes from a racist family. <laughs> Racist and like sheltered and like, ugh. yeah. But I am happy, like, I am happy that, like, she had immense growth. Yes. Um, And and I think they did it in, in, I don't know how you felt about it, but I think they did it in such a way that, like, I also never felt like Carol was burdened by having to, like, teach her the world. Like, it was something that, like, ended up just happening naturally through interaction versus, like, I gotta teach this white woman how to behave. Yes. Like, she literally, it's natural and it doesn't feel like microaggressive yeah like carol is not spending like carol is not now devoting her life to teach this poor little white girl how how the world works she's just like carol you live with me now let's go (laughs) right you need to get a job you can't sleep all day get it together Mm -hmm. we gotta pay rent we gotta do this we gotta she just like she does the the throw it she essentially just throws her into the pool like this is where we are you gotta do Mm -hmm. it and I think that's, like, the best way to do it, because, like, that's how she learns. And it's not like she's mean or anything. Yeah. Because like, no, she's compassionate it's... the whole time, just. Mm-hmm. Like, which, if I was Carol, I would have been like, girl, you lost all your money? <laughs> yeah, how you... the hell you lose all of it? Where'd you lose it? And can we go find it? <laughs> but, yeah, I just think it's, their friendship is cute. And I like that it doesn't seem like Carol is stuck doing a lot of, like, burden work of having to explain like all this stuff to her it's more like i'm helping you because i know you don't know any better yeah um so i thought that was nice but okay now that we've covered the characters oh we forgot one angela yes well we kind of talked to talked about her in the beginning Oh, yeah, that's true. We did talk we about her there. Sense. But I do think, like, there is something to say that Angela also has her own turning points, especially in part two. Because mm-hmm. part one, she's just annoying. Very. Um, I kind of just see her as, like, a Britney Spears type. Like, someone who has been groomed to be in this business and then suffers, like, a tra- like traumatic moments and mm-hmm. a mental health, men- yeah, and mental health issues. She suffers from it. And I think that that is one of the things that I found really interesting about it is that it was, like, Watanabe, like, very consciously chose to do that with a character where he makes her so perfect and the pinnacle of, like, what people want Carol and Tuesday to be. And then he complicates mm-hmm. her. Yes. By giving her uh, some deepness and some trauma. Because, you know, trauma. Mm-hmm. Trauma equals growth. Yes. <laughs> but no, I agree with that completely. Because, like, when we first meet her in season one, from where we end up with her in season two, season one, you just think of her as, like, she's just spoiled and a bitch. Like, yep. She's a spoiled, bitchy pop queen. I'm like, she's talented. I will give her talent and everything. But then it's like... You don't get much beyond that with her. Like, yeah, she works hard and she is actually talented naturally. Like, she works hard at her craft and everything. Yeah. But we don't, like, go deep into the character. But then in, like, season two, I don't know how I, like, I like that we got more about her. But I don't know if, like, part of me at first felt like this just seems like it's kind of just, like, pushed in here as a sub-B-plot. And does it really add anything? Yeah. Besides more growth for her character? But 
I did at least appreciate some of it. It was just kind of like, so it's, it's the whole thing where it's like, there's, this is spoilers y'all, but we get the reveal that she was a genetically made baby. Yeah. Like a test tube baby. A designer Um, baby. Designer baby. That's right. And there were only two or three, no, two designer babies ever made. And it turns out the one before her was five years before her. And then she was made five years after. And then, so she had always thought that the person she called mother was her mother. But then she starts having memories and stuff and remembers that, like, I think she always knew that her mother was trans. Yeah. And then... I just there was confusion around that whole thing with their relationship. It sounds like the mother was actually manipulative and a bit abusing, abusive, and then this all came from like then there was like a stalker. Going oh my on. god! So that that's one of the things that I actually liked that they kind of handled because like because yeah. so, like the Black Knight, you had the Black Knight in part two with Angela, but you also see it a little bit with Sybil in part mm-hmm. one and Tuesday. Like they actually yeah. like take on like the crazed fan. Mm-hmm. thing so like you get to you get to see like that side of it like the dark side of being there yeah which again to um carol's point she kind of snapped on tuesday after the situation yeah. with civil because carol kept on like telling her like girl you need to watch out you need to be careful you need to like yeah. tell them you're not interested and it's like i think because Tuesday is just, like, our little baby bird who's very friendly and nice but doesn't know how to set her boundaries. Mm -hmm. But it's also, like, this whole thing of, like, it was a learning learning lesson for a learning moment for Tuesday because she ends up getting hurt. Yeah. Like, attacked. But it's not her fault that she gets attacked. Like, I'm not victim-blaming her. No, but it is one of those things where she didn't... She she did not know how to look for the signals in a very, very apparent signal-filled issue. (laughs) Yes. Like, the whole, like, the person is just, like, literally, like, I think they even kiss her. Uh Uh-huh. They bite her on the neck. Yeah. And she's just, like, she doesn't, like... And And then she doesn't tell Carol. Right. And it's, like, I don't know if it's because she's scared that scared about it or like not know and still not knowing what to do but it's like that situation just kept getting worse and worse and worse yeah. until it got to the point where like you got attacked like they set up a not exactly a bomb like a traditional bomb but a bomb like a stun grenade bomb yeah um and that was just like so creepy but then like yeah they do the creepy fan stalker thing again in season two with angela and that kind of like turned it on its head and then that's kind of like what i feel like that's the first step that kind of drove her mental health down a spiral it was it really was and then after that they end up uh her producer ends up getting arrested Mm mm-hmm and then, because oh. they were they were the one of the ones that were like getting the word out about how the algorithms and stuff was crooked with the government or whatever. Yeah. Um, but sorry, you were saying. Yeah, no. And then the next piece is her mother um, ends up falling ill and, and dying, which is like, mm-hmm. oh, and it came out of nowhere and it yeah. happened so fast. That's my thing. Like all these things just kind of happened back to back to back with Angela so and yeah. they were all and they were all definitely B plots. 
Yeah. Like they like they were slightly connected. Like the whole designer baby and then producer thing was slightly connected to the overall plot with them, like with the government and algorithms and AI. But and corporate and basically capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> like that's like what one of the big things came down to is like capitalism, capitalism. bad. <laughs> capitalism bad ruins music and creativity in <laughs> politics. Um but yeah, I just don't know how I felt about all that in the moment. I think it just felt rushed and un- and unnecessary, but I get yeah. They did. Yeah. They got it got to the point where like she was overdosing on medicine or like no, she hadn't overdosed. She was exhausted and taking pills. Yeah. Um, and then she, like, was supposed to perform at the Mars Grammys or when a that a So that scene actually really hurt me. Yeah. Like, because she's, like, her mom has just died. Yeah. And she comes to the Grammys and they tell her, like, you don't have to do this. Mm-hmm. And she just, like, she just says, no, this was my, always my mom's dream. Right. And it was, like, she's going to do it because she has to. But mm-hmm. at the same time, she's, like, broken. Like, she's just completely just hurt and Mm -hmm. not okay and then she goes and she sings and then she passes out yep and i i would say that that was probably my favorite part with her character not because she got injured but because you actually got to see the her pain like she couldn't hide it anymore Mm -hmm. because she's felt the need to stay perfect yes for in every aspect like i'm perfect I'm this, yep. I'm that. Like, all, like, from music to acting to modeling, all this stuff, she's just felt that she needs, she needs to, like, achieve being perfect. And part of that is due to her mother, I yeah. want to say. But it's, like... Harmful expectations of your children. Yes. And then it's, like, it also sounds like... I mean, there's there's more depth with the mother and Angela thing that I don't think we, we, we're going to get because it's a 30-minute show. But yeah. also... It just sounds like it's very it's very easy to see from like their last few hours of interaction before the mother dies. Yeah. Before the before the mother falls ill, that they that there's some trauma with her upbringing, and Angela's like never probably been able to deal with it with her mother, so it's like unresolved trauma. Also, I don't yeah. know. It just it got real deep real fast. Um. Just, it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot, and I just She's... had to take a break. I'm like, whoo, okay. Next oh episode. yeah, um, but it's still good, still a great show. But like, yeah, I agree with you. I like that we got to see her actually be vulnerable because everyone just thinks she's perfect. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Whew. What a show! And then I'm trying to think of anything. This. So we talked about those characters. Um. Oh, I had the question that that would be fun. Um. Who would be some real life characters you would insert into the show? Like we know, like so. Example: If who would be Erdogan? If like they like a real life musician, like who would be his real life counterpart? I guess I the only person I could think of is Tiesto. Yeah, I can see that. That's the only I can't thing think I of, think of. I can't think of, like, I'm trying to, th- I think I've got, kind of thought about it as, like, their sounds, because no one's going to be as pompous or anything as, like, as Erdogan. Like, I don't think I know anyone like that. Yeah. Um, one of mine is um, Beyonce. Uh, is mm-hmm. for, was it Flora? Flora. It no, 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 no. Uh, oh, mm. not Flora. Oh, I got to pull up the character list again. Uh, <laughs> Crystal. Crystal. 
Crystal, yes. Crystal is Beyonce, and Beyonce is Crystal. Oh, yeah. Because all the work Carol and Tuesday had to do for that one song that they I were I know! I think... <laughs> This is Beyonce. You can't do. She's not gonna perform anything unless she's one hundred percent behind it. Uh-huh. Oh, so perfect. I thought that was good. And, and then, then uh, my favorite or the one that I clocked right away was uh, G uh, G K is mm-hmm. F K A Twigs. Like oh, 100%. hands down, like that 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 actress's or that that character's entire animation is FKA mm-hmm. Twigs, as well as her blatant. aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, yes, it's blatant, but I don't think like in a malicious way. Like that's just no, her. yeah, that was the inspiration. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I've got PewDiePie or Justin Bieber from the YouTube Boy. Oh, never, never say PewDiePie. That, that, I know. Because Piotr was at least a nice person. True. Piotr was a nice person. I think he just, like, annoyed me. Yeah. With, like, all, like... like That's YouTube. fair. That's fair. That no, it. he was totally on his influencer bu- bullshit, but he was, mm-hmm. he, he was a nice person and PewDiePie is a racist. So... Right. I will exactly. not put oh, that... Oh, no, no, no. Not, not, sorry, not PewDiePie. What's his name? The Jake boy. The one with the weird hair, the blonde boy. He wants to be a. Marvel They're all superstar. blonde. You know how I mean. Who I mean. He wants to be a Marvel superhero. Mm. Um, blonde, annoying. He went to Japan and went to that forest. Oh, are you talking about Logan Paul? Yes. Again, I wouldn't put that evil on Piotr. I'm just saying, the annoying part. Okay, that's fine. He's not. I'm not saying Piotr is evil. I'm just saying he, he the annoying reminds, of of recording everything, recording everything and being in everyone's face and like, uh, just yeah, yeah, no, just, that's fine. Yeah, that's, that's it. Fine. But he is not. I will not put that evil of PewDiePie or um, Logan Paul on that boy. He is at least sweet. Yeah, he is. He is. He's very nice, and he cared about about them. Yeah, he did. I mean, like, they show up at the end, but I don't want to spoil it. I mean, I've already kind of spoiled enough for y'all, but go watch the show, is what we're saying. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other characters. Um, nope. Oh, one more question, and it's relevant to something that's coming up for us in next month. Um, how do you feel about, like, them going back to South by Southwest? I'm so excited. I'm so I'm so excited. Oh. Yes. Same. Because for y'all that may not know yet, um, if you don't I mean if y'all follow us on Twitter, y'all might have seen this already, but Carol on Tuesday, the actual band, Carol on Tuesday, will be at South by Southwest this year when Kate and I are at South by Southwest. I'm so happy. Um, I, I, I saw it because I saw it this weekend (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I just, I I lost my shit. Yes, you did. You literally cussed me out because I did not I was like, bitch, answer your phone! (laughs) Answer it! And then I said, I call you. And I called you. Yes, you called me and I was just like, I'm at Walmart. What's wrong? (laughs) And you were excited! Just like, I saw it, I I saw it happen. And it was like, oh, my God, they're coming. They're coming. Oh, my God, Nisha, they're coming. <laughs> like, it, it's just going to be amazing. Like, as a weeb, like, yes. yo, it's going to be amazing. 
Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, so dope because, like, I that's another thing I like about this show is, like, the real world things they add to it. Like, the Grammy, the Mars Grammys. Not, not, not just the Grammys, but, like, there's that. But then there's also, like, the whole, like, South by Southwest. Like... They could have called it something else, but, like, I just always like, I like those little things about it. Like, I think it's cool. Like, you know, 100 years in the future, South by Southwest is still going strong. Um, Yeah. But, like, but the whole, like, them actually going to be at South by Southwest this year, like, you're right. Like, as a weeb, I am so excited because if y'all have not listened to Carol on Tuesday's album yet, go listen to it. It is just so good. There's a song for everything. Literally everything. I just... It is so good, and I'm excited to see them live in concert. Not concert, but, yeah, performing yeah. live. It, it's going to be amazing. It's going to... Yes. Like, I... Like, I love the soundtrack so much. I mm-hmm. love all of the songs. I love how everything is marked with... Uh, every episode has a different song name to it. Yes. Um, and it, they're like classic songs, but they, they fit the theme. Like my, uh, my favorite one was, uh, Immigrant Song, which is Led Zeppelin song mm. as the title for Ezekiel's episode. Nice. Um, that was my favorite one. And, and just like some of my favorite parts in this series is watching Carol and Tuesday make their music. Like yeah. coming up with the beats and adding in the lyrics and getting to see them live, just like mm-hmm. living that music out. Oh my god, I don't, I it didn't know that that could be a thing. It makes my th- right. It's just like I never think about it. Like oh, I just I don't know how to put this. Like I love anime music. Yeah. Like I, like I love I love a lot of it, but like I like Carol Tuesday is like. It's not just like an anime opening song that I like a lot. Like I love all the music yeah. on their albums, and it's just like so good, and it hits my soul like a different way than some music does. And it's just like so like it can make me feel like really really good when I'm having a shitty day. And it's just like to experience it live. That's gonna be so fun. It's just uh, and I, like you said, as a weeb, because like I don't know if it's because like maybe I associate the music with the character. Oh I mean, yeah, it is that I associate the music with the characters, like with the actual animated characters. And I think they're just like so dope. And like you're right, like I think of like the laundromat scene when they're like coming up with the beats for that. Yes, that was <laughs> so good. It's such good. It's it's just like it's so good, and I just love it. <sighs> but it's like. They, and they ha- like I like how like they write music together and everything and I'm like I I would be curious I'm this is just a shot in the dark if we could shoot our shot I would love to interview them I would too and ask them if they and like one of my questions would be asking them like how much input did you have on your characters like do y'all actually come up to music together like this in this yeah. setting I mean and like I would probably do my research and find out if that's already been an- asked but. <laughs> I don't want to be, like, an idiot and ask them that. But it's just, like, one of those things that I would love to find out is, like, there... Because, like, I remember at the... in season two, because, like, they went to South by Southwest in the first season, and they got yeah. booed at. And then, like, them going a second time was, like, them redeeming themselves. Yes. Because they're older and they're wiser, and, like, they've been doing this for a year now. So they go... And they, instead of trying to come up, they've been, they kept on coming, trying to come up with like something big and flashy they could do because like, that's what other people were doing. And then they finally realized like, we don't want to do something big and flashy. We need to do something that like, here, let's invite you into 
our like what we do into our experience like how we come up with music together sometimes we're just sitting on the couch together and we're humming or we play a few chords and this is how we come like we make music together I'm like where did that come from (laughs) is that real because I would love if that's real (laughs) because it's so cute I I I want it to be real I want it to be 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 real real so bad. bad. Same. I'm just like, please tell me it's real. You can even lie to me, but uh, so excited. It's going to be amazing. And we're going to, so when we see them, because we will make this happen, we're going to do an episode on it, even if it's just like a mini episode, because I, it's going to mean something. Because like, I, I think that, like we said earlier, Watanabe is known for his use of music. Mm-hmm. But I think that this takes it to a whole new level in that all of these singers were actual singers. All of this yes. music was actual music. And the fact that they can even go and perform, mm-hmm. that's just amazing. I agree. I think that's really something to take away from like this anime. Just like... It's something that adds, like, a deeper level to it. Yeah. But uh, it's just so good. And, like, if, if y'all... Y'all just need to go watch it if you haven't, like, brought the goodness that is Carol on Tuesday into your lives. It's I, good and it's wholesome and... Mm-hmm. Gosh, man. It's good and wholesome, but then it also will deal with, like, serious issues. And not in a way that's, like, sugarcoating it either. I think yeah. that's, like, something else that, like, I really like about it. It's just, like, it goes there... But it also is such, like, this good and wholesome show that you could watch and just, like, relax to and, like, for escapism and everything. Like, it's just, go watch the show. Just, (laughs) uh, but yeah. Do we have any other final thoughts? No, just that I love this show. Uh, This is a show, and honestly, it was a show that I needed to see Mm -hmm. now. Like, it was just nice. Yep. Um, and I I will say too because like I think the the part two gets way darker and deeper. But part one, yeah. if you just watch part one, like just to start out with, part one is just so wholesome and loving. Mm-hmm. So. It's so good. It's really good. It's nice to just see them being struggling musicians. Like no no shade to them, but like that's what they are in the first season. They're just struggling musicians trying to make it. I think that's cute. I do too. Huh. Well, with that, what would we rate it? Uh, I give it a 10, man. It's it's near. it. Uh, it's perfect to me. Like, there's mm-hmm. not a single thing I would change, really. Like, I guess, well, I guess maybe like a 9.5 because the, like, I would like to, I would like some verification that there were Latinos there. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, like I said, is hard for me because... Anybody can be Latino, so they could be, they could have thought of them that way when making them, but they didn't, like, there right. were no, like, that. there were no, like, names marking it, like, all that kind of stuff, which it gets, it, it's, it's an ethnic identity that is hard, but it, it mm-hmm. would have been nice to see something that was kind of, like, very blatant. Um, right. But, I mean, I think overall, like, this is a, this is a near perfect show, like, it, it's just mm-hmm. good. Like, Watanabe knocks it out of the park again. Like, and when this man makes another show, I will watch it all again. Mm-hmm. I agree. Oh, real quick thing I was going to say, uh, which, sorry, because your comment reminded me of this. So, 
I am believing that this show takes place in the same world that Cowboy Bebop takes place. Really? Yes. That is, like, it's just, like, I was watching Cowboy Bebop randomly, and then, like, there was a scene on Mars, and I was like, pause. Is that the same place that Carol and Tuesday were at? And I'm just thinking, like, what if it takes place in the same universe? Like, it would be Carol and Tuesday, because, you know, like, in Cowboy Bebop, the Earth is destroyed because of a gate explosion or something. Mm -hmm. It's a big explosion, and then that's why Faye um lives like that's why Faye loses her loses her memory and whatever yeah um but in Carol, also in Carol and Tuesday it's very obvious that the earth is going to shit yeah fast so everyone there's a reason why everyone on Mars is just like no we don't want any refugees from there I'm like what the fuck is going on on earth yeah so it's kind of like what made me think like do Carol and Tuesday take, take place in the same place that you know that and same place that Carol, Cowboy Bebop takes place because this to my point leading this into like your point about like Latinx representation I know there was like Latinx rep- representation in Cowboy Bebop oh yes there was a lot yeah so it's just like it's one of those things where like I feel like they're definitely it would be nice if we get a third season if we see though if we see some of that but it's just like something in my head that I, I feel like that's something that should have been there too because just like if it it should have been there if it is in the world of Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. That would be really so. cool. I, 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 that 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 idea is a really cool and like I, I think that that's the actual idea. Like I think I I, I would believe it. I think I cuz like, like it's it fits. Right? It, I think it fits. I mean, I know it's like a long shot and I know like it's not like Watanabe does like a bunch of like universal connections with his work. But I think that would be dope. But then that's also what makes me think, like, because, like, why the world is so diverse. But then there's, we've also had this discussion with, like, the world of Cowboy Bebop. It's not, unless people remember their nationality or, like, wherever their family came yeah. from. They, or their nationality and their ethnicity, where their family came from. It gets to a point in that world where I think everyone, like, sees Spike as Asian. Yeah. But he's he identifies as Martian. Yeah, no, that that's a really good point. Like at when you're expanding things that much outside planets, like how much do we identify as things? Mm-hmm. That's a good point. But it, like to your point, that's what made me think like, wow, that does make it hard because like is this character like when I think about it like I can I can say like, oh, that character's black because they have brown skin, but at the same time, they might not even be black. Yeah, they could be, they could be Indian, they could be Southeast Asian, they could be. Like, and we all know that ja- that Japanese art is or anime specifically is very not good with tones and no. differentiating things and like, nope. yep. So looking at you, Sailor Pluto. Yep. Just, but like that's like that's what kind of like made me think about it. It's just like, oh my god, yeah, there totally could have been that. But like to your point, like how would you be able to tell a character is Latinx if it's not yeah. seen in a name or if it's not seen in a language? Yeah. And it's like I just thought that was a really good point. Like yeah, they could, totally could have been there, but it would have been nice if like it was like called out more if they were. But sorry, didn't mean to ramble on. And like like that, I meant to say that earlier that they, I think they exist in the same world. Yeah, I like that. I yes. like that idea a lot. I definitely think that they do. Thank you. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping they do, and I would love to see more. 
like if they want to expand on that but like yeah um oh so yeah also it's my turn to rate it so i want to give this a i'm gonna give it a 10 just because like for everything we said like i think i really appreciate a anime and a show a show in general that can be wholesome but also deal with like serious issues yeah i think carol on tuesday has a really good balance of that um, even though, like I said, all the stuff with Angela kind of just made me feel like y'all did a lot with her. You yeah. can go through a lot in the second season, but this is all real issues that we've known publicly have happened to, um, singers. Like, mm-hmm. you know, drugs, loss, mental health, spiraling, all these things have happened to them. So I think it's just like they used her as that character and I think it, d- it definitely made her more human. Yeah. Even though I don't agree with, like, how, like, it just all happened at once. But it's a 30-minute show. But, yeah, I yeah. just, I really, I found that I really like shows that have a good balance of wholesomeness. But also being able to do a real shit, like The Good Place. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, I give it a 10. It's it's good. It's solid. It's wholesome. I would love it if we get a season three. But I feel like they probably left things off the way they left yeah. them. Yeah. Like, I, part of me wants to say I want a season three, but the art of, the other part of me is just like, no, this was good. Yeah. This it's a was, good, it's this a was an ending. Song. And also, mm-hmm. it's like Watanabe, so like, he, he's very much against doing like really long things. This is true. That man is a two season person, like 24 episodes and done, which is why I will always be angry I did not get my Samurai Shine Plume movie. I know. Just, it's not fair. I wanted to see Mugen and Fu be together. Right? Oh, uh, that's a whole other conversation. It I, is another, I know it's mm. another conversation because I feel like you probably found the same fan fiction I found. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I sought that shit out. Yes, because I needed closure. But, whoo. With that, where can they find us, Kate? You all can find us at DYHT underscore pod. Let us know what you thought about Carolyn Tuesday. Let us know if you like it. Uh, let us know, like, any thoughts you have really about any anime and you can find me at omamethrandir on twitter and you can also find me there at la underscore n-e-y underscore s-h-a and with that what is your favorite carol on tuesday song um do you guys think that carol on tuesday exists in the same world as cowboy bebop and when are y'all gonna go watch carol on tuesday Find out next time on Did You Have To. Bye. Bye.